Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. No, ma'am, we do not have a sense of humor we're aware of. May we come in? Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Unsolicited advice we deem important. You, on the other hand, might not. Information so good, you're encouraged to write that down. From Mackie and Judd. Write that down. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Still remember that. Down. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Gentlemen, the batting title race here for our predictions, winding down last couple weeks of the year. And just to clarify some rules here, because we got into a bit of a bind last year. It was... It was just you and me last year, and then Dave has now become part of the prediction segment in 2017. And it's, so now it's me and Dave are fighting back and forth for the batting title. Right. And Judd needs some big time uh, hot streaks here in the next couple of weeks to to catch up. But how do we draw a line? I think it has to be stuff that comes off the board before midnight, you know, New Year's, right? So, or we had a couple last year where it was. It was like 2017 season predictions. So if you made a if you made a like a football season prediction, an Aaron Rodgers one you made last year that I think we took into the new year and then decided it was an Aaron Rodgers MVP. Yeah, because MVP of the 2017 season. Right. So I think anything that anything that comes off the board before January 1st or anything that was meant as a 2017 prediction, like. Vikings are going to make the playoffs, right? Yes. Well, okay, I think their last game is on January 1st. So technically, you know, if it's still in limbo, I think we have to have we have to have those rules set now because we could have controversy if we have a close batting race. But are you guys cool with that? So anything that comes off the board yes. or anything that was meant as a 2017 season prediction mm-hmm. for for the for football. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever I say, you guys will just go against anyway. So do what you want. You want to change it? No, do what you want. You know, wow. you guys run the show. That's fine. Wow. The bitterness is really, really off the charts. Well, it's been proven. Even when I'm right, you guys just try to stick it to me. So, yeah, do whatever you want. But you're wrong a lot, over though. Here. That's fine. But you're wrong a lot. That's a problem. No, well, that's untrue. Actually, you're wrong more than Dave is, but you don't complain as much as Dave. Like, Dave, no. Dave's leading the batting race going no, into this week. No, because I'm wrong, and I move on. <laughs> Sometimes. And then I go on to the next hot take or the next thing. Well, so let's let's do the accountability <laughs> session first. This. I hate this. Let's do the accountability <laughs> session first where we actually keep track of our predictions unlike most radio shows and sports talk shows. And then we'll do our predictions three each every week. Uh, Judd only had one thing come off the board. It was the Twins will sign Brian Shaw. At least I was wrong quick. He went to the Rockies. The Rockies spent... $27 million guaranteed on Brian Shaw over three years and the same contract for Jake McGee. Yep. So they're spending a lot of money on, on relievers who have a lot of miles on their uh, on their arms. 
Um, I predicted, let's see, the Vikings would win by at least seven last week. That the defense would have three sacks, an interception, and a forced fumble. Really went for it. They had the interception and two sacks, but they needed a four. They needed like a strip sack to pull that all together. You swung hard right there. Uh, The Gophers, I said, would win every game. Last Friday, this prediction took place. Every game until Purdue in mid-January. They lost 24 hours later to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And I said the Bears would draft number one overall in 2018. I think mathematically they can't anymore because the Browns haven't won a game. Uh, Unless they trade up. They could trade for it. But they already have Mitchell Trubisky. I don't think they're going to. Whatever. Um, And then um, I said Green Bay would win at least two out of their last four games in this last chunk here. And that Rodgers would return after that stretch. Okay. Double or a triple for that? Read it again to me. I said that the Packers, who had one win going into the stretch, would win two of their next four games. And then Aaron Rodgers would return after those four games. Oh, I'll give you a triple. Okay. Uh, and I said the Twins would, this is a single, the Twins would pay at least $4 million a year for a reliever. I said that last summer. Well, now that we know what the prices are for relievers, like that's a really, that's an easy prediction. But because uh, yeah. it was $4.5 million up to six for uh, Fernando Rodney. Dave said Colin Kaepernick would get an NFL job this season. I don't think that's going to happen with three weeks to go. It's probably over. Yep. Uh, you said Gophers Volleyball would make it to the Final Four. Dang it. What happened there? Sweet 16. That's the best we can do, ladies. Come on. Yeah. Hugh McCutcheon in big trouble. You I said know. the Wolves would... Gophers call- head. Write that down. Fire Hugh McCutcheon. Hugh McCutcheon. Be fired. Thought you were so good. Such a good coach. Uh, Dave said the Wolves will sweep their five-game homestand. Hold the lead, boys. Yeah, they lost the first one. Second uh, one. They won the first. The second one. You're right. Yep. Uh, Dave said that we will receive an email complaining about songs by the U-Log within the first five minutes of unveiling the first one, which was on Monday. I went back in the archives last yeah. night. We had a bunch of complaints via Twitter and Facebook, but oh, not via email. You were too specific. If you wouldn't have been, but, but I think the specificity is... Uh, I, I think that's what made the prediction. Twitter is a guarantee. Right. Twitter's easy. Hey, you guys suck. Yeah. Send it off. Email, you got to mm. you gotta log in. You got to actually write something more mm. than you know, yeah. 280 characters. And like your instinct is right. A lot of people complained right away, and then people have emailed complaining, but it wasn't within that five-minute nope, window. No, it was not. Uh, and then um, great complaint last night. We should read that later. Yeah, we should. We should. And that was it because we we need to go back and find out if Tony Romo, if somebody has access to the NFL dot uh, com game pass, we need to know if Tony Romo called out one of the Vikings plays before they snapped I, the ball on their first series. Yeah, I heard he did. I was sitting. I was <laughs> sitting in this very room that we're in now, watching the game, and I want to say. He did not because I. Of course, you want to. You want no, to no, because I, I know he didn't on the no, first play. That's what I was paying attention to. Because, in, in all sincerity, I wanted him to because I like it. And it felt to me like in the opening quarter or so, he was more reserved. It was almost as if Nance said, Quit stepping on my calls, friend. So I felt I feel like he didn't I feel like he didn't start Hello, coming with the fast Tony and Tony Tony if you step on another one of my calls I feel like he didn't start being more aggressive with the with the calls and stuff till the second half so I'm, okay. I'm prepared to take a loss in it I did not see the first uh, first series but I didn't see him call one play the entire rest of the game that I watched Yeah so he was I don't know he was he was much more reserved and, and like tranquil it. so I'm prepared for a loss So the batting title race looks like this it has flip flopped a lot lately it's flipped out uh, flip flopped again I 
I'm at 391. Dave's at 386. Oh. Judd's at 282, trying to uh, climb back into this thing. I lead the slugging department 680 to Dave's 640. And Judd still swinging a rolled up wet newspaper at 376 on the season. I'm you are the Matt Tolbert I'm of predictions. I'm Koivu. I'm playing great defense. I'll write that down. You guys don't under you don't. But no, you're not because we're both hitting almost 400. No, you so. guys don't understand the intangibles I bring to the write that down table. Okay, yeah. I'm winning a lot of faceoffs. Sure. Write this down. Well, why don't you lead us off then? All right, Ron Garden hired gentleman who will uh, who will take over the Tigers starting uh, with the 2018 season will manage his three seasons in Detroit and then not be brought back. So Ron Garden hired has a three year contract. He will get through that contract. Are you trying to make three-year predictions so that you like they, preserve your 282 will, average? What are you be, doing? No, I'm just telling you. I've made long-term predictions before. It came to me last night. You're you're down Gardy's by 100 get, points in the batting Gardy's title race. To, you're making a prediction for three years out. You know what, though? Three years out, I'm going to tear it up. Ron Gardenhire <laughs> has three. I, I can't help how I feel. I can't help how the crystal ball looks to me, okay? I see three years. Okay. I see that's it. They're going to be terrible. Everyone's going to get blown out in Detroit, basically. Guardy gets three years. All right. I've got some more immediate ones. Just hold on. Write it down. You like writing things down. I had a Ron Gardenhire prediction as well that I will go with that uh, only goes one year from now. Actually, not even quite a year, just towards the end of the season because Ron Gardenhire will manage. I know it's hard to believe it hasn't happened yet in those final years of the Twins, but he will manage his first 100-loss team this year with the Detroit Tigers. Wow. Right. Yeah, I think that's... He came dangerously close in, in 2000. Yeah. And they celebrated. They, they won two out of three to avoid 99 losses. And they, and and they, they ran they around celebrated. the field like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a sad sight. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then. All right, write this down. I think Dave has a Hall of Fame prediction for this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, put one on the board, too. I think Major League Baseball is going to have three Hall of Famers for this upcoming class. Chipper Jones, Trevor Hoffman, and Vladimir Guerrero. Three Hall of Famers. So Jim Tomey, will pro- he's first year on the ballot. He'll be a narrow miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chipper Jones, also first year on the ballot, I want to say. Yes. Uh, yes. Trevor Hoffman yeah. and Vlad uh, are into the process. So it'll, those three guys. So no Scott Rowland, no Edgar Martinez, no Jim Tomey. There's like, everyone's complaining because there's 12 guys and only 10 spots to vote. Only three will wind up getting in. Chipper, Trevor Hoffman, and Vlad Guerrero. All right. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that then. From a future prediction to something that will uh, be on or off the board, right or wrong, by next week. Miko Koivu, who we talked about before, will break his goal-scoring slump at 23 games on Sunday in Chicago. So he will not wow. he will not score a goal again. That's a home run if it happens. To finish up the homestand. Against the Oilers on Saturday, and, and it's a back-to-back. The uh, Wild goes to uh, Chicago to play the Blackhawks on Sunday. On the road, Miko will break that goal-scoring slump at 23 games. That's a home run if it happens because they're they're likely to only score like two goals in that game on average, right? right. Oh, I know. And he barely scores at all. I see so. it clearly. All right. I can see it clearly. Write this down. He's been mired in a slump, but he's breaking out of it. I'm talking about Andrew Wiggins. Over 50% shooting last night. Before the homestand is over, that means in the next two games, he will have a 30-point night. Okay. He might have to take 70 shots to get there. I but. don't care. <laughs> 30 points at some point well, over the next that. two games. It's I can hap- see that, yeah. hasn't happened yet this season, I can but see it. uh, it's happening. Wow, he doesn't, have have 30 point. he doesn't have 30 in a game this season. Huh? No, I think 26. 
six. Twenty-eight. He had uh, back at the end of uh, November was the high, but he'll so hit thirty. He brings one redeemable quality, and it's scoring, and volume scoring. And he hasn't brought a lot of that. points. No. To the, no. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. You know, down. John. I'm going to take one of your uh, your keys from the nine o'clock hour, and I'm going to put it. They were good in writing here. Okay. Stefan Diggs will go over a hundred yards receiving against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. All right. So Stefan Diggs hasn't had a hundred yard game in a long time. He's had he's had at least one this season, I believe. But uh, but yeah, he will go you. over a hundred yards against Cincinnati on Sunday. Write it down. Week three, hundred seventy three yards. Write this down. Write that down. All right back to Judd. My final. Write that down for this Friday. Fernando Rodney, the new Twins closer, will have eight or more blown saves in two thousand eighteen. Fernando Rodney. Will take the gasoline can in the match, pour it all over himself. to the mound at Target Field on a regular <laughs> basis, along with his sideways cap and the bow and arrow, and he will have eight or more blown saves during the course of the 2018 season. I love that prediction. I do question your write that down strategy here, though. With like two weeks to go or three weeks no, to I'm go, looking, you're no. not even like going for no, no, current no. season predictions. No, I am looking. You're just happy with your two, 282 I, batting I am average. So, this I am season. so far back that I am looking to get some traction for 2018. I'm looking ahead now. Okay. I'm, that I'm, makes I'm, some for sense. the most part, I'm done. It, you know what? It's been a disastrous write that down year. I put it in, in, in my past. I'm looking at 2018. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. I'm going to swing for the fences on this one. The Green Bay Packers will lose this weekend to the Carolina Panthers. That is not the swinging for the fence prediction. Panthers are favored. Uh, but we will have Packer Ventline to play on Monday, and we will have one caller saying that the Packers are idiots for starting Aaron Rodgers because Brett Hundley didn't has been doing just fine. They should have started Hundley. Rodgers should not have played against the Panthers. All right. That's awesome. I love that. Dave's going for the he's looking for a slugging percentage comeback yep. and a batting average comeback. And he should be. He's close enough. All in one. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Write it down. It's you so like writing things down. Write this down. <laughs> Judd's tanking right that <laughs> down. <laughs> exactly. Hey, trust the process of write that down, okay? Uh and final prediction of the week. I History tells you that there's no chance this happens, but I'm going to go on a limb and say that it will happen. Write this down. The Twins will land you, Darvish. The Twins will Whoa. land you, Darvish. Whoa. It may not happen before the first of the year because if he's waiting for a five- or six-year deal, it might have to trickle into January. So but I'm going to say the, future here. the Twins will sign you, Darvish, and it'll be the largest contract they've ever given out to a free agent starter because I think Irvin Santana's was in that $50 million range. Mm-hmm. So there they are. All right, gentlemen. And uh, Judd swinging for the 2018 fences. I'm looking to a, it's good. 2018. <laughs> Calendar's turned. It's a new year. Write that down for me. You know, the Twins actually went after another interesting starting pitcher this last week, according to a report. It didn't really get a lot of play. You, Darvish, was you know the name, Fernando Rodney, but they made a play for... An interesting in his prime starting pitcher and got rejected for it. Let's talk about that more hot stove when we come back here, Mackie and Judd. Mackie and Judd now continue. Get the name right, and then if you're lucky, it'll appear. On 1500 ESPN. Boys, you know what I love most about baseball? Oh, is it the bombs, Dave? Is it the double switch? No, it's outfield defense. Oh! <laughs> Dashing pole to pole. Making all the plays, covering so much ground, every night and day. 
crashing into walls. Watch them as they fly. Giant gaps at target field. Where doubles go to die. Oh, Byron catches everything. Max makes every play. If you test Eddie's arm, he'll gun you at the play. Hey, Byron catches everything. Max makes every play. If you test Eddie's arm, he'll gun you at the play. Just one year ago, it was an ugly sight. The starting outfield, Abigail Sano and Ryan. Ho, 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 pitchers say their thanks for the luck that they have got. What used to be an extra base now is getting cut. Oh, Byron catches everything, Max makes every play. If you test Eddie's arm, he'll gun you at the play. Hey! Byron catches everything, Max makes every play. If you test Eddie's arm, he'll gun you at the play. Songs by the U-Log, Volume 3. We'll unveil another track after stuff you should know about later on this hour. So there's a warning for the... The people who the keep kill emailing joys us who and telling don't us, like yeah, the songs, yeah, too bad. It's their fault. Uh, emailer, no, it was a caller off air, Dave. What did the caller off air? Say? I I agree. Dave brought this I, up during the yeah, break. Let's get to it. Yeah, he was not happy with Judd's new tact of making predictions far off into the future. He says, "Why listen now if Judd's going to tank and not give me anything tangible to listen to? I'm not going to remember." Two, three years from now that he made a prediction about Ron Darden hiring the Detroit Tigers. So give me something I can sink my stick, uh, sink my teeth into. First of all, that's not new. I have done far-off predictions several times I before. And, this is, the first, about it and this is the first time I've gotten complaints about no, it. No, we complain about it all the time because it's not fun. You have the kickoff will be out of college football by 2021 on your list of there predictions. There you go. That's four years there's from there's now. There's no rule and write that down that says I can't do that. No, but there's an audience that we're trying to entertain. And if you're predicting things that are five years into the future, the audience, you're going into business for you. The audience needs to write these things down. And if they come true, <laughs> basically bow to me and say that was unbelievable what you predicted. I predicted the kickoff would be out of college football. In four years. That is, to quote the station's former slogan, ballsy. Oh, so That's ballsy. ballsy to say that the kickoff would be out of college football. I you, think it's really You good also stuff. have one on the board that's just Larry Brown will coach again. So that might even, that might be, he might be 90. But we can't take I that remember, off the board until he dies, basically. I remember that one. Yes, it was very carefully crafted. <laughs> I am also, I am also the home run predictor of Xavier Rhodes being the MVP of the Super Bowl played here on February 4th. So for sure. You got to give sure. me credit too. At times it's brilliant stuff. I think it makes sense, especially late in the season here, <laughs> with only three weeks left until the batting champion of Write That Down is is crowned. That we should tighten it up late in the year. 3.1 play appearances. That's fine. Things that have to come off the board before the end of the season. Okay. Just to make it more exciting. Well, we could pass That a- way Dave and I can't sit on our uh, 400 batting averages either. We would have to yeah. go out there and take Little some added swings. pressure. We could pass a December rule for sure. Okay. If you want to pass a December rule, well, let's that's pass fine. pass it right now. That's fine with me. We, I- need, we need unanimous for this one, I think, because it's an actual like fundamental rule change. So starting, what, next year, all predictions made in the month of December must have an end point before the year ends. Mm-hmm. I think we should pass it for, for starting now the next two or three weeks. So next Friday... We only have one, one more, more round. Yeah, because you'll be gone. All right, so next Friday, for sure. Yep. Me too. We have to predict things that will come off the board before January 1st. That's fine. If you're going to close close it up, I, I can't take advantage then. Here, here. The loophole is okay. gone. All right. 
Sounds good. The loophole is gone. That way uh, we can't have any 2025 predictions. Hey, I was looking to the future. I was playing for next year. I was actually playing for 2022, whatever it was, okay? Uh, hey, Twins Hot Stove, real quick. You found something. I want to touch on this real quick, too. Mike Berardina reported from the Pioneer Press down there in Orlando. The Twins made an offer to the Rays for starter Jake Odorizzi, who's been a, a very good, not a number one guy, but a very good like number three starter for the Rays over the past several years. He had a bit of a rough year last year. And had some injuries and things, but uh, the, the report says the Rays rejected the Twins' offer of whatever prospects were on the board. But I think it's interesting that this is what they're attempting to do. They're in conversations about Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. who's around 27 years old, team control for a couple of years. Jake Odorizzi, 27 years old, two years of team control left. He's in arbitration, so it'll be maybe seven million this year, and then another like nine or ten million uh, the year after that. Chris Archer, perhaps. Chris Archer, his his name's been out there, so they're clearly looking. At those 27-ish to 29-year-old pitchers who are under team control yes. that they could trade prospects for. And Odorizzi's had a career ERA in the American League under four uh, for about five years. Can get you some strikeouts. So that's that's interesting, the approach that they're taking. This is what I'm telling you. I think they're, do- I think they're doing things that are outside of, of what we ordinarily expect. And so it's hard to get excited and or down about things now saying, man, you didn't come back with, you didn't make a trade or you didn't do this or, or that. I think these guys have a different philosophy. Uh, and that's why I think we need to give them uh, this winter to basically see how things go. Because I do think that they'll they'll make some trades. I do. I would not be surprised if they get a starter. Uh, so... I think our our natural inclination is to say, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that, and it's the same old twins, when the reality is they think entirely differently. Uh, The second bit of news being reported by Jerry Fraley, Dallas Morning News, who is very plugged in, obviously, with the Rangers, is that the twins and the Mets are both very interested in Mike Napoli. Okay. The twins pursued, I believe, in a strong way uh, last uh, winter as well. And didn't get him. He signed with Texas. Yeah, but it sounds like they are pursuing Mike Napoli again, who they who they deem to be a very good clubhouse guy. Okay, that's a, that's a really. I'm on the fence about that one. Sure. I need to know: Does Mike Napoli prevent you from getting an Alex Cobb or somebody? If Mike Napoli, if the acquisition of Mike Napoli is on an island by itself, and you can either have him or not, it's like Mike Napoli or Kenny Vargas, and and they don't believe Kenny Vargas is uh, is going to be a viable piece to the future. But even then, if it was a coin flip between Vargas and Napoli, I'd probably let the let the dice roll on Vargas to be my bench thumper and DH type of a type of a figure because Mike Napoli, the last couple of years, although he has hit 34 and 29 home runs, hit 193 yeah. with a 285 on base percentage and doesn't really play a position. And if he does, Joe Maurer is already there. Yep. Uh, the year before that, 239 uh, and then 224. So he is strikeout walk. Or home run, and I don't know. I if 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 he's coming off the bench in that Jim Tomey role from a few years ago, I'm in. If you're going to use Mike Napoli for 130 games and try and shoehorn him in there, I don't think there's a lot of value. But if he's a clubhouse guy who maybe hits 300 times in the course of a season as a pinch hitter and as a two to three days a week DH, okay. Okay, it's all about the role and the money for Mike Napoli. So you suppose the the thought process is if they get Darvish, Jimenez comes back, and if they don't, they they try and and sign Napoli. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm I don't trying. Know. I'm trying to figure you're out. Saying like, well, I'm well, Mike sa- Napoli's not a catcher. Is that what you're? 
Well, no, but I'm saying I'm saying Jimenez plays that same type of role in some ways, oh, okay. though. Clubhouse guy, veteran guy. I just I'm curious if the thought process is Jimenez would be re-signed and come back if they got Darvish because they're they're buddies. But if they swing and miss on Darvish, if if they would sign Napoli to sort of perform that clubhouse role, yeah, or maybe they you can you find know, a backup catcher. Napoli has a good relationship with Darvish, and they're just trying to load up with guys who, yeah, maybe. who like Darvish. Uh, six five one six four six eight two five five. Ray, you're on with Mackie and Judd. What's up, man? Uh, you guys uh, were just talking about the uh, Falvey Levine philosophy. Uh, I would argue they don't have one, or it's very loose. Uh, they're supposedly analytic geniuses, and they made the embarrassment of signing Bartolo Colon last year. If you looked at his analytics, it, it's just comical. Uh, regardless of how he pitched for the Twins, and then uh, the Fernando Rodney. Uh, signing analytics out the window. It's just a completely ridiculous, based on their quote philosophy unquote, to uh, sign these kind of uh, pitchers. Uh, uh, hey so, Ray, uh, like the, the hold on two things, two things real quick to throw back at you. Uh, the the Bartolo thing was literally just like, hey, we need we need a body and let's take a flyer on this guy. He's been good in the past. That was for Fernando Rodney. How would you say that analytics don't? When you say the Twins looked at analytics and they're wrong about Fernando Rodney, what do you mean by that? It is ERA last year. Look at this one lot. A, real, uh, a, a, a finisher who has nine decisions. Those aren't, those aren't analytics, Ray. Those are, well, they're the, they're the uh, veneer of analytics. In fact, Fernando Rodney, his expected ERA, it's called fielding independent pitching. That's a, that's a form of analytics that every team in baseball uses. His expected ERA was actually three and a half last year. His real ERA was four and a half, mostly because of small sample size and probably some shoddy outfield defense in Arizona. So they looked at him and said, you know what? We think he's better if Byron Buxton's his center fielder and he misses a lot of bats and he raises the level of strikeouts in our bullpen. That's what they said when they signed Fernando Rodney. Well, I I can't believe there isn't somebody in the organization who could have could have uh, done who can do that kind of performance that Rodney does. And then, uh, of course, the absolute insanity of paying somebody two million dollars to sit for a year. The name. It's actually cheap. We got to go, but. Um, Paying Pineda that to sit for a year is actually it a, is. Good, a good bargain. And then if you get if you get Michael Pineda on the comeback trail eight, for like $8 million, it's then it's a huge bargain too. I think everything Ray said I disagree with. Let's take one more here real quick. Andrew, you're on the show. Thank you very much. I couldn't disagree more with that last caller, so I had to call in quick. Please do. Um, the floor is yours. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I'm sick of fighting these people, so you fight them for us. Thank you. Yeah, okay, so here's the way I look at it, guys. Wade Davis, he's probably going to get 12 to $15 million a year. The reason for that, probably $5 million, $6 million of that, is probably strictly for the 20 high-pressure innings he's going to have in the postseason, right? So if we're not a World Series or bust team, why would we spend $15 million a year on one high-powered reliever? Get guys that can just kind of move the chains until we get to our peak. So it doesn't make sense to go out and get these high-powered, high-expensive uh, guys right now because I don't think we're World Series or bust yet. That's my take on it. I completely disagree with that last call. Yeah, Thanks, Andrew, Good thank call. you, man. I also think you, know, you could you can trade for somebody. You have, you've compiled so many prospect assets right now. You can pretty easily make a trade in like three months if your team is in position. 
I don't have a problem with ma- making an aggressive, expensive move. Um, but that that being said, see, I think I think once again, a lot of us need to slow down and realize that that we need to give these guys a chance to see how they operate. We don't know. I keep coming back to that, and and we want to take every piece that is moved around and say, okay, that's it. Yeah. And that's not good. Well, we don't we don't know. So let's give it some time here. But this is not this is not the finished product. Also, there's just real quick. We, we got to get to stuff here, and we got to unveil a new song by the Ulog. Yeah, you do. Analytics in regards to Fernando Rodney. I hate going in the weeds on this because it's boring radio. But but the caller Ray ripped the Twins for not looking at analytics with Rodney. Au contraire, they looked at every peripheral and said he's better than his performance last year suggests. A 303 fielding independent pitching, which is your expected ERA. His expected ERA with neutral defense and neutral ballpark right. is 303 from last year. He strikes out 11 batters per nine innings, which is by far the best strikeout rate of any Twins reliever uh, going forward here. His ground ball rate was 53% last year, among the best in yeah. baseball for, for relievers. So not you know, to, they're, they're not clearly to, looking at analytics and seeing a lot of gas left in the tank. Not with to Fernando rip Ray, Rodney. but I think Ray was looking at stats. ERA is surface just level a stuff. Stat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not. Uh, what's what's coming up in stuff next, Dave? More analytics? No analytics, but we do have Charles Barkley saying outrageous things that anyone else might get fired for. But hey, he's it's Charles Chuck. Barkley. He's Chuck. Mackie and Judd now continue. It's that time again on fifteen hundred ESPN. And stuff you should know about is sponsored by Office Depot, Office Max. You've had a big year, so treat yourself to great deals on tech and furniture at Office Depot, Office Max. You deserve it. Office Depot, Office Max, taking care of business. In sports, there's a lot of stuff you should simply be aware of. There was stuff going on that no one talked about. Pretty heavy stuff. Let me show you some stuff. I don't do that stuff no more. This stuff can give you brain damage. And then there's the stuff you should know about. Lots of great stuff. This is the fun stuff. I love this stuff. Good stuff. Man, this stuff's good. This is that kind of stuff. I want to check that stuff out. Mackie and Judd now continues. This is very serious stuff we're talking about here. With stuff you should know about. And the stuff you should know about is brought to you by David Harrigan. Actually sponsored by Office Depot, Office Max. We just went over that. I I just tried to give you you credit, too. Wow, you're trying to undercut sponsors now too. Huh? We appreciate all the sponsors what an hour here. You're having. I love the yeah. I love the sponsors. They're the greatest sponsors. Me, the fantastic sponsors. Let me guess. You're about to become a Burger King guy, huh? Wow. <laughs> wow. I would not stray on my friends at Mickey D's. Da 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 da. Steve Kerr did an interview the other day on what it was 95.7 the game. He joins them weekly out in the Bay Area to talk a little Golden State Warriors basketball. See if you can. Identify the sound that you hear in the background here of this first answer from Steve. That doesn't show our depth. I don't know what does. Uh, it's been uh, just fantastic to see the guys step up. Did you hear that? Yes. Sounded like little little internet gremlins or uh, something. One more time. That doesn't show our depth. I don't know what does. Uh, it's been uh, just fantastic to see the guys step up. Is he in a bathroom? Sounds like, yeah, it sounds like water. He's in a bathroom. Coach, are you taking a bath? <laughs> Did you hear a little water in the background? Yeah! Are you drawing circles in the water while I talk to you in a bathtub? (laughs) I'm going to refrain from commenting. We're just going to continue with the interview. Oh. Do you have a rubber ducky or bubbles around (laughs) you right now, Steve Kerr? (laughs) What else do you want to know about the Warriors, David? (laughs) 
socks. No. Jeez, I want to know if their head coach is waterlogged during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to take care of my body, that's all. Take care of that body, indeed. You deserve a bath after winning seven in a row. I don't know if it's a bath. I think you might be sitting on the throne there. Little tinkle, tinkle. That doesn't show our depth. I don't know what does. Uh, it's been uh, just fantastic to see quick. you guys step up. I think that sounded like a little splashing water. It's a ba- <laughs> it's a bathtub or hot tub deal. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just tell us you're in the bath. That's fine. That's fine. I got no problem with that. Just sloshing around in some tepid water filled with my own filth. Do you have Mm. a rubber ducky? That's cute. (laughs) Charles Barkley inside the NBA uh, last night. Very nice, uh, very nice announcement followed by a joke that a lot of people might have an issue with, but because it's Charles, who cares? I am pledging $1 million to black women in Alabama to start IT startups. Right now, I'm giving them a million dollars. Who are you giving that million to? Well, I'm going to pick the companies okay. down the line, but I'm pledging $1 million to, because black women really came out and supported Doug Jones. I'm pledging $1 million to black wow. women in Alabama to do startups. On, on that does not mean hair salon and restaurants, black women. That means startups. <laughs> does not mean what? That does not mean uh, restaurants and hair salons. Why, why you just couldn't leave it as you were pledging the middle? No, I like to have fun. Why did you have to do an underhanded backhand no, 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 joke? No, no, no. That's, okay, that's, uh, that's amazing. So I, I'm with Ernie. Who are you going to, where do you put the money then? He's like, I, I don't know, but. <laughs> Figure it out later. <laughs> Out later. I just like Kenny saying, now why did you have to do the joke while you can hear Shaq just cracking up on the other? (laughs) Why is it that Charles, it is incredible. He can get away and has for a million years now with whatever he wants. Like everybody else gets called on the carpet or, hey, you're in trouble or you're suspended for two weeks. Barkley has the, it's everything he's gotten away with. I think he got suspended once from TNT. I think he got suspended once, but besides that, anything he does is like, ah, just Charles. I say he gets suspended because that—that's the reason people tune him in now. It's it to was, see what ridiculous thing Charles will say. It wasn't what he said. It was in Phoenix in his car when he was with a ah yes lady friend. It is funny ah, though yes. that like we get more offended by the semi-questionable thing that he said than by the amazingly good deed of donating a million dollars to women's yep. IT startups yeah. in Alabama. A yeah. wonderful thing. <laughs> Well, speaking of Charles and the crew, who's excited for Christmas Day? Inside the NBA crew, the four of them will be calling Lakers Wolves in yes. LA pregame, play by play, and postgame. How awesome is that? What time That's... are we tipping that baby off? Christmas Day. No, no, no. But what time are we tipping it off? <laughs> During the day. I need to know for my plans because I might have to change them now. You could Google Wolves' schedule for him. Well, I thought you might have known since you had the item. I don't want to fight with you about it. I just thought you might have known. Because I got I got dinner plans, so I might have to back those up a little bit. 9.30 p.m. our time. So, oh, I'm yeah. fine. Then I can get home in plenty of time. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great. Where does Home Alone rank on your Christmas movie list, boys? I would say pretty pretty high. Um, it's definitely in the five. It's in my Mount Rushmore mm. of Christmas movies, if you will. It, it's past. It's because it, it came out when I was in my 20s, I believe. Not really in mine. Okay, but Elf, bad, you know, Elf but... came out. With, you know, A lot of people would put Elf in their top five. And... It, it's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Story, I think, are basically my one, two, 
One, two, one, two. Yeah, don't let us get back into that argument. The Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than yeah, It's no, a Wonderful gonna, Life. No, no, no. That it's a Wonderful Life is just about a guy it's who a happens life. to be down in his no, luck, and no. Die Hard actually takes place. No, we're not getting back. No, I'm not getting back okay. on that. You're right. Well, yeah, let's not argue because It's a Wonderful Life sucks anyway. What do you think Macaulay Culkin <laughs> yeah, is up to? Yeah, yeah, why, why don't both of you yeah, it? is a it. horrible movie. It is dreadful. It. Absolutely you the most you boring no piece of crap that has ever been put on the Go. You have no heart. Oh, it's so they, rotten. I am oh, going to report you to child sorry. services. You are not fit to raise a child if you think that. Oh, God, it's rotten. You have no heart. I love that you are. are Mary, yeah, Mary. You're making the judge on who's fit to raise a child. Mary. Bruce Willis is a better husband from Die Hard. Don't That's you right, know I me? I said it. Bert, Ernie, don't you know me? Great movie. What do you think Macaulay Culkin's up to nowadays? Oh, God, doesn't he... He's a uh, wasn't he in a drugs now you're for thinking a while? too hard. Okay. He's showing up at random professional wrestling events. That happens. <laughs> like, like, like house shows do. or independent uh, outside shows? of Los Angeles, bar wrestling, an independent promotion held its Christmas special card, and fans got a surprise appearance from Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yes, this actually happened. He jumped into the ring and decided to pull some Home Alone hijinks on whoever was the wrestler. He had a bucket full of balls that the wrestler, wrestler prompt, promptly tripped on. Of course. He had some sort of, uh, the bucket was then, you know, kind of do the paint can thing, and it was swung off of a rope into wow, somebody's head. of course. That's amazing. This is what Macaulay Culkin is doing nowadays. Did the wrestler try to come back in the ring up the steps, but <laughs> got stuck? It was tar and then a nail. Yes, there's micro machines, all bad stuff. <laughs> wow, there is, yeah, there's video all over the internet. That's amazing. Uh, oh, oh, he wrestled against Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle was the, uh, I guess, midget the wrestler. Person, yeah, yes. whatever you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you say mi- midget I these days I'm without sorry. getting in trouble? Royce can. That little midget. <laughs> he calls me that. I know he does. I don't understand how you didn't punch the midget today. Oh, <laughs> the brothers in the clubhouse. Oh, Pat, the biological brother? No, the brothers. Yeah, you I know. don't think you can say that. Right. He's, bar- just He's Barkley-like. Uh, we have another song by the U-Log. We will unveil next in our picks for the week with Todd Furman. NFL picks, including Vikings and Bengals. Uh, the number is 11. Mary, oh, God. Don't you, do it. That movie's rotten. Awesome. Phil Mackey, Judd Zogad. We do love our grumps. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. And this portion of Mackey and Judd is sponsored by Robert W. Baird and Company. Thank you to our great listeners as, uh, well, you were able to help us raise a record-breaking $48,163 during this week's sports fantasy auction. All the money raised goes to Benefit Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute's ABLE program and the ABLE Scholarship Fund. Thank you to everyone who called in to bid and purchase items. And thanks to our great sponsors and partners, ABLE Chiropractic, TCL TV, Town Hall Brewery, Federated Insurance, Sun Country Airlines, Minutemen, and of course, all of our local sports teams. Uh, thank you, Dave. We'll unveil uh, another song by the U-Log here. Another track off Volume 3. But I just want to add to Dave's It's a Wonderful Life argument. Dave thinks it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a terrible movie. I Honestly, I probably only watched it like once because I just, I'm much more into Die Hard when it comes to Christmas yeah. movies, which Who's, is, by the way, a Christmas movie. It's an absolute Who's classic. do you trust, Phil? Me or Judd? For movies? Well, yours. Exactly. It's horrible. Judd, Why would you trust Dave? Judd's favorite movie is NHL on the Fly. And Slap that's shot. fine. Slapshot. Right. It's a great movie. Fantastic sports film. But I want to add to Dave to Dave's argument that end. most, if not not all, but most movies mm-hmm. that came out before 1970 oh. 
do not hold up in 2017 mm. and are mostly difficult to follow I, because of the overacting and the accents and how you know humor oh, changes over time. I can't help you guys. I tried to watch Dr. Strangelove, Pat's favorite movie, Pat mm-hmm. Royce's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. I got like 20 minutes in. It just wasn't, it's a satire. It wasn't clicking for me. And I thought maybe it's me. I'm checking my phone and stuff. I'll, I'm going to put it down, whatever. I'll, I'll try again some other time. I tried watching it. I gave it an hour. I gave it an hour two weekends ago. And I, well, it's like, just, I don't know if it's the era or what. The whole thing just went right by me. I'm like, I don't. That doesn't mean that it couldn't be a classic. It's just not a classic to you. It doesn't hold up is my argument. Yesterday it hold morning, up to you. Uh, Kenny had Ben Hur on in the office in the morning. And he, we were talking about the exact same things. You know, Charlton Heston, there's three or four other just massive heavyweights at the time in that movie. If you had turned and not been looking at it, you'd think, are these guys, is the movie based in L.A.? It's like. Somebody try an accent here. Come on, just give us a shot. Give us something. They're just talking like Americans, even though it's Ben bleeping her. It's a wonderful life story. Let's have a cherry Still remains an absolute classic. I cannot help you guys, but It's a Wonderful Life remains an absolute Christmas classic. Oh, if you like boring crap or something. Just because you fell asleep early on doesn't mean it's boring. It's so bad, but we can't have this argument now because we have to play a probably equally as terrible Christmas song, but at least it's entertaining to us. Correct. Let's come back to and this. Over quickly. Let's come back to this with Superstar too. He might have an opinion on it's a wonderful life. That would Let's be get fun. back into this in the new. Uh, all right, this is track number four off volume three, Songs by the U Log. We're the kings of twins baseball, building a roster for the long haul. Wheeling, dealing for pitching and fielding, we gave a new deal to Paul. Oh, Derek and Thad, so young and bright, most of our deals have gone just right. Holes we plug, we fire, dog, another playoff run inside. You know, he, he's, a, he's a robust gentleman. Uh, he has a generous carriage, I think, as we refer to him in the front office. The best front office under the sun. Brilliant trades, except just that one. We said see ya to Jaime Garcia when we thought the season was done. that so young and bright most of our deals have gone just right holes we plug we fire dug another playoff run inside at the home depot we have plenty of christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.